Welcome to Sparks of History. Joining us today is Anthony Julius, a Deputy Chairman of the commercial law firm Mishkan Durea in London, author of Trials of the Diaspora, a History of Antisemitism in England, and a leading activist in the fight against Holocaust denial and anti-Semitism. Uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Julius, for being with us today. Um, just a, a couple of, of, of questions and your take on the situation. Uh, are you surprised by the alarming rise of anti-Semitism in England in the aftermath of the October 7th massacre? How bad is it? And uh, are the government and local authorities doing enough? in England. Well, these are all the, all the right questions. So let me try and, um, and answer them um, separately because they, they require distinct responses. Um, first of all, I mean, in a sense that perhaps the least interesting of the answers um, would be in relation to my personal surprise i suppose i suppose the question has point because someone who's written a thousand page book on english anti-semitism should not be surprised by english anti-semitism when it occurs um i uh published the book before the uh, period which we now know as the corbyn era which was when the Labour Party was captured by a, um, essentially a, a, an anti-Semitic group. Um, I mean, it was many other things, but for our purposes, it was that. And um, that made sense to me because it was a particularly aggravated form of a, of a form of anti-Semitism, which I had already diagnosed. Um, there were also the uh, protests and marches um, against the Second Iraq War, and they had a certain uh, anti-Semitic character because of the assumption made that America was in some sense in cahoots with Israel, um, that the, the, the bogus thinkers in these groups debated uh, who was controlling whom, but um, there was that kind of flavouring um, of uh, conspiracy thinking and so on. So so all of that, in a sense, could be derived from what I had written. Um, what's new here, which I hadn't really uh, um, anticipated, is a certain kind of uh, combination of direct uh, widespread uh, hatred of um, Israel and Jews in general, first of all. Second, um, that it should be so unashamedly expressed, notwithstanding the horrific circumstances of October the 7th. And thirdly, that the institutional response to it um, was is so weak. Response to it is so weak, and also um, response to uh, Jewish concerns. 
So can I just quickly take each of those in turn? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then I can come on to the other questions. But this is why I was surprised. Um, first of all, I, I thought, one would have thought, that the, the, the events of the 7th of October would give any partisan of um, the, um, <clears throat> the Palestinian cause some pause for thought. I don't mean by that 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 such a person would would rediscover himself as a as a Zionist, but that it would lead to some moment of self interrogation, where where consideration would be given to perhaps the complexity of the conflict, perhaps some um, investigation into the historical uh, uh, conditioning of the conflict, some uh, uh, reference, for example, might be made, some discovery might be made of, say, the Hebron massacre in 1929, some pattern of uh, behaviour, which is one of the inhibiting factors in um, in the possibility of peace, only one, but still real, um, and that and that didn't happen. So 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 what what I what I have discovered, which I didn't know before, is that the partisanship is so deep that it reaches below levels of. Um, ordinary empathy and understanding or a wish to understand and makes itself inaccessible to reason or any kind of engagement. So, so the moment of reaching out, seeking to persuade, showing, arguing, pleading, all of that um, with which Jews historically have tried to engage with, with, they're our adversaries, enemies. That feels over. So that's the that's that for me is the is 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 fundamental. The second point, the the weakness of institutions. Um, this is a matter also uh, of surprise and concern to me. Um, the universities. Uh, have become, as we know, sites of uh, oppression and intimidation of Jewish students. And the the university institutional response has been, as a rule, weak to collusive with the oppressors and the intimidators. Um, the, the, the BBC... Um, it cannot be relied upon to give fair accounts of what is happening. Um, the uh, police are operating, I think, on the basis that some disorder is a way of controlling or limiting greater disorder um, have um, enabled uh, expressions of hatred um, on the streets of London, which um, which have been um, without precedent, 
the the crown prosecution service the the uh, state body of prosecutors has been too slow um uh, uh, in uh, taking steps against offenders and so on so so the, so the sense that jews had in this country that uh, a strong state strong state institutions quasi state institutions were standing between the worst um uh, excesses of uh, street anti-Semitic expression and themselves, that is in uh, crisis too. So, so, and that surprised me. So the response has been, why has the response been timid? You, you know, historically in democratic countries, uh, anti-Semitism, it's there, but it, it was always the government, you know, is committed to fighting yeah. anti-Semitism. It's committed yeah. to protecting its citizens. Yeah. Does so, that feel that so, it's been lost now, or is it, or is it something that could be addressed and and stemmed? So, I think one has to disaggregate. I think there are different reasons um, that 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 obtain with the different institutions. So, if you look at the police. Um, as I suggested a few moments ago, I think the police tolerance of um, this kind of expression is um, is the product of a theory of effective policing. If we, which I think New York uh, saw until the 1970s or whenever it was, if we allow the Crown, the Crown Heights riots, let them, yeah, let, if them we allow, let them let them take out a little bit of steam, and you know that'll control the precisely. 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 Let let uh, allow a certain amount of disorder, of disorderly behavior and expression, hatred, um, and it will kind of burn itself out. Um, they will let off steam. And uh, yes, exactly. Um, so that that's uh, that that's a uh, I mean, it's clear to me, although it's not been acknowledged expressly, that that is the police view. Um and that is not being adequately challenged uh, by uh, Jewish organizations um, b- because of the uh, intimate relation between um, senior uh, uh, police and Jewish leaders. I would not to speak in conspiracy terms at all. What I mean is that that it's a good thing that relations between the Jewish community and the police are such that the Jewish community has confidence in the police. The problem is when the police practice this kind of policy of uh, disorder control, it becomes more difficult for the Jewish community to say to the police, hang on a second, um, here we're going to part company with you. So that's that's... That's the police. Um, the, the the BBC problem is a different problem. Um, the university problem is, again, a further different problem. Part of it is because of an anxiety about uh, free speech um, and a complete failure on the part of universities generally to address the question of what is free speech in a university context. Um, 
and that's a failure which which already was entrenched before the 7th of October and so on and and the CPS the Crown Prosecution Service part of the problem is the relatively low caliber of the of the prosecutors lack of funding and so on um if one gets up close and analyzes properly these institutional failures quite a complex um explanation um emerges um which um which of course is the necessary precondition to acting um but it also schools us uh, to understand that um in the first instance uh, we have only ourselves to rely on now where do we where do we go from from here you know, we we recently spoke with uh, professor jonathan sarna of brandeis university and the two words that he used which were interesting was he said number one he 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 believes that there's a palpable fear and beyond the fear, he says there's a sense of betrayal, uh, that, that parts of society, organizations that were working hand in hand with the Jewish community on a variety of, of issues have abandoned the Jewish community, a sense of betrayal. Is, is that also what you're referring to when you're talking about some of these institutions that haven't perhaps stepped up as they should? Um, I, I think, I mean, for, for me, I, I'm not, I don't have an opinion about them. I mean, I have an opinion about the United States, but I don't have an opinion right. worth pulling against Jonathan Sanders. Um, I don't, but, but I don't think that that language is appropriate in, in the UK. I don't think, I think betrayal is an overstatement. I think fear is an overstatement. Okay. I think I would, I would substitute for fear anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I would substitute for betrayal, weakening of faith in the institutions. As an activist and, and one who obviously knows the um, the legal environment and, and how to take care of things through the, the system and the courts, what, what what is the course of action, do you believe, that should be taken by the Jewish community and Jewish leaders in the United Kingdom? Well, again, um, it, it's, um, it's a, com- I mean, that's a very complex question. Um, and there isn't, a, and there isn't one course of action, which is appropriate. I think, uh, I, I, I mean, it, we 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 live in politically institutionally decentralized times maybe we always did so appeals to one place the courts uh, the executive um it does not solve the 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 problem in general because there isn't a problem in general there there is a a problem which is an aggregate of problems in particular places so so there are initiatives um that are being taken and need to be taken in universities not just in universities as a whole but in individual universities and each university has its own dynamic and requires its own particular kind of approach 
still further each department where there's a problem in each university. Each, I mean, we have numerous police forces in the United Kingdom. Each police force requires a distinct approach. Um, each political party, each grouping in each political party, and th- and so on, um, and the same with broadcasters. Uh, throughout, of course, we also need um, uh, an intelligent, coordinating response in which people engaged in these individual endeavours understand the bigger picture and and are able to work together in ways that are not self-defeating not much of this is happening okay are are you optimistic pessimistic do you you believe it can happen that uh you know it sounds like it obviously needs to happen it sounds like a a uh, enormous task because there's so many points that have to be hit on so many different levels optimistic or pessimistic I think that uh, I, I think that this current moment, this anti-Semitic moment, I think it will pass. But I think that um, this moment was worse in the UK than the last moment, which was four years ago, the Corbyn period. Mm-hmm. Um, and this moment will pass, but under conditions which um, do not rule out a further moment or series of moments in the future. And if we are um, on a downward trend, and at the moment it looks like we are because now is worse than then, then though I'm optimistic that this moment will come to an end, I'm pessimistic about the trajectory. So what's the next step? What what what? How do you get the organized Jewish community to tackle all of these different points? Well, I, it's I mean we all we're all trying. Okay, we're all trying, but um, uh, sometimes sometimes we fail, or we we do not we do not make our we do not make our best effort, or our best effort turns out not to be enough. I I think uh, I think we're in that place now, unfortunately. Okay. Well, again, um, just hope that um, you know everyone is talking about unity. Certainly, here in Israel, we've seen a about face um, in terms of people coming together and the unity and. You know, we hope that will last and get the sense that that is happening not just in America, but in the UK also among uh, English Jewry, that there is this sense of unity that we must do something. We must address these issues. We have we have to do it, even if we have to do it on our own. The, the, I mean, the, 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 the problem, the Anglo-Jewish community, is that it's not... I mean, it's both a problem and a strength. Is that it's so unideological that to 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 think in terms analogous to Israel or the United States about divisions in the community on political questions, for example, makes no sense. Mm-hmm. 
I don't, I don't, I mean, the, the, um, I mean, I took a very strong position on the so-called judicial reforms, a strong antagonistic position. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I, I was in a minority, not because the the majority of my fellow Anglo-Jews were rootedly in favor of judicial reforms. No one actually cares. No one cares. It doesn't register. So, so, so unity is an easy thing in the United Kingdom. If the if the if the opposite, which is a, a an engaged, divided community, is what we fear, that we don't have to worry about. The real problem is inertia, indifference, passivity, and a kind of uh, bemused, perplexed, puzzled engagement with what's happening which leads to demoralization and addressing jewish morale feels to me an absolute priority we have to we have to find within ourselves the necessary resources and not sink into a kind of um uh, a, a sort of uh, intellectual stupor so that so that our our responses are limited to let's not wear our kippahs on the street, let's not send our children to school, let's not go to shul, let's build higher walls, stronger barricades. That that is uh, the activity of demoralization. That that we have to combat within our own community. Again, thank you so much. We can only hope that the trajectory changes and that out of all these events, we'll see renewed Jewish pride and a greater understanding of of non-Jews towards the Jewish community and towards Israel. Uh, Thank you so much again. Appreciate it very much.